Shock Breed episode 29? 29? Yep, I think so. 29! Woohoo! 29. We are KM Squared. And today we're going to be talking about why we all choose to be Catholic. I think it's cool that... So for anyone that doesn't know, I know we've talked about like who we are in like the House of Bridget program, but... Um, just to reiterate, I think like a big aspect of the House of Bridget program is to have, you know, young Americans who are passionate about their faith and, and learning more and growing in their faith and also serving for their faith, coming to Ireland to um, hopefully um, inspire, um, you know, the Irish community or Irish individuals or parishes um, and kind of uh, reinvigorizing um, the faith over here in Ireland. Um, which which at times we see is like starting to starting to decline. Um, so I think it's it's always good to rethink about why we all choose our faith and, and what um, you know what it means to us and, and why we want to um, or why we feel so passionate enough to go to another country to try to um, you know do do its work. Yeah, I honestly think this question when we were planning on talking about it, like it took a lot of reflection and I think it was good reflection because I have to sometimes remind myself like, why am I choosing to live out my Catholic faith? And like even this year, I'm like, I've had to remind myself like, why did I come here? What was the reasoning behind this? Why do I love to do what I do? Like all this stuff. So it's a good question to reflect on. Yeah. <laughs> I actually am the person that proposed this question and I'm probably the person that thought about it the least. Um, but it's actually a question that I've asked myself a lot in my life. Um, and it is a question that I actually asked myself a lot before I came here. Um, because what Matt was just saying, um, like a, a big part of my Catholic faith came from my grandmother. Um, and my grandmother, her name, I'm actually named after her, and she came from a big um, Irish Catholic family, and so she was... She, her both her parents from from Ireland, um, and so my whole entire life, um, just I heard a lot about you know, like the gift it was to be Irish one, but more importantly the gift it was to to have this this faith ingrained in you um, that came from Ireland, and that that's just something I heard all the time of like Ireland gave us this, Ireland gave us this, um, and so coming back here is was like a really cool thing that my family reminded me of like that's so cool that you get to bring that back like everything they gave to you that's so cool that you get to bring it back um and so I you know thought about that a lot when I was even you know applying for this position um and so why am I Catholic great question um like most people can say I was you know I was raised Catholic both my parents were Catholic um and like many generations before me were Catholic as well. Um, and so it was kind of a part of me before I really understood what it was, you know, going to Sunday Mass every week. That was a part of, of life. That was part of like of culture. And it wasn't something I necessarily always loved. You know, whenever I was a child, you would sit there and not understanding what it was and eat like, I don't know, goldfish. Like, you know, you'd eat snacks while you heard your parents listen to things and you would whine. And, and it was just but you still went and you knew that was kind of the routine and you knew from a young age oh there's something important about on sunday mornings you wake up and you go to mass um and it really wasn't until 
I got older, but that I understood really the importance of what it meant to be Catholic and what Mass meant and what the Eucharist meant and all of these things I I was pro I was saying I, I proclaimed and I believed by saying I was Catholic what that actually you know meant and um, from a young age I think that even though I didn't quite understand what it meant to be Catholic my parents used to always tell me that um, you know there's a childlike wonder like you know children kind of understand the world I think better than the rest of us do um, and from since a young, I was a young age, I used to have this grace, and I just loved to tell people I was Catholic. I don't know why, that was one of my fun facts. I'd go up to people and I'd be like, hi, my name is Katie, this is how old I am, oh, and I'm Catholic. Like, that was something I like to tell people. Um, even into going into high school, I'd be like, that, that's a question you're not supposed to ask people, but like going to, like, I went to Catholic school my whole life, and so I went to a public school in high school, and I still ask people, I said, like, I'm Catholic, what, are, what do you believe? Um, and so it wasn't until high school um, when my parents, my parents got divorced and my, my father and my mother, well, my father was kind of grappling with this whole idea of his, of his faith and, you know, the community he was looking for. And, um, and he started kind of not going to Catholic Mass anymore. He started to find some Protestant churches he liked. Um, and then during that time, I stopped going to Catholic Mass because he wasn't driving me anymore. Um, and so I really, I don't, I didn't understand why, and I hate change, so this is part of it, but I really hated that I had to go to this Protestant service. And I'm not going to lie, it was a fun service. They had lots of loud worship music, that's actually where I started loving worship music. You could walk in and you could get a latte with like a ton of chocolate in it. It was, I still to this day think it was one of the best drinks I've ever had, going to those services. <laughs> But at the end of the day, there's always something that I would come home and I'd be like, that was great, but there's something missing for me. And I'm not saying that like, that's what everyone will feel, you know, but in my opinion, I was like, there's just something about the Catholic mass that I miss. And I missed, I missed, you know, the, the, the silence. I missed the quiet time with Jesus and I missed the Eucharist. I really did um, because there, there was a difference. There is a difference and because I'm saying all of this about Mass because the, f the central reason, the main reason why I think I am Catholic and why I choose to be Catholic is because of the Mass and it is because of the Eucharist um, and it's because of this, this grand, grand idea that, you know, every single week you're reminded of that love, of that sacrifice it, with the actual blood and body of Christ. Um, and if nothing else, I, I choose to be Catholic because I just find comfort in it. Um, I, you know, I choose to be Catholic um, not because I, you know, chose in the beginning, but I'm choosing every day to be Catholic because I feel that um, it brings me peace, it brings me safety, it brings me hope. Yeah, so much hope. Um, and I just, I feel really proud to like, it's something that I just, you know, I like to tell people because it's something I'm proud of. Um, and it's something that I think, even though I sometimes, you know, don't maybe always think, you know, I want to do Catholic things the rest of my life, it seems that God keeps just guiding me along this big path where doors just keep opening where, within faith. And, um, and I have to think that if all these doors keep opening, and I'm not trying to necessarily open them, but there's something pretty important. There's something pretty important about my... Christian faith and, um, you know, 
And I think I'm being guided that way. And so, you know, wherever the door is kind of sometimes easiest to open, I think that's a really true tell sign of like, you know, you know, God's attentions and kind of, I don't know, that's just something to watch out for. So, yes, that is why I'm Catholic. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, I like the question, why am I Catholic? Because at first I'm like kind of a sarcastic person. So I'm like, obviously it's because of baptism. And like, that's the first place I start is like, I was baptized Catholic. So that's technically why I'm Catholic. Um, but I think like the most important question that you asked at the beginning was like, why do, why do we choose our Catholic faith? Like, why do we continue to choose our Catholic faith? And my parents converted. So I was baptized when I was four or something. Um, and I've always think like reflected on that, like why did they choose to become Catholic? I'm sorry, do you remember your baptism? Then? I remember my brother being baptized right before me, but I don't like I I don't remember. I I remember, but I think it might be like pictures that I yeah, look at, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I remember the space. I remember like the font, and like the the people, yeah. like the deacon and everything. But I don't know if I remember like yeah. vividly. But yeah, sorry, that was no, just, I've always been curious about that. Just yeah. like people that were baptized at like young age, but not like infant, you know? Yeah. And I never really realized how like important that was in my story of faith until like I was older and I was like, mm -hmm. oh wait, I wasn't like a cradle Catholic. Like they didn't bring me at two months to like go get baptized. I was older and I feel like I kind of grew up in the faith like with my parents, which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, so I feel like, like I always, I went to Catholic school, I learned religion I studied the catechism or else like we would be yelled at if we didn't type of thing and I never really understood I understood like Catholicism as a whole but I didn't understand what it meant to like choose to be Catholic and I don't think I really understood that like Katie was saying until I was older like once I hit high school and confirmation was coming around I'm like wait so what is the sacrament like what do I have to offer to the Catholic faith or to the Catholic church um, and I kind of started considering, like, what does it even mean to be Catholic? Like, how do I live that out? And, uh, you know, there's, like, music, and there's planning retreats, there's going on retreats, and prayer, and service. And I think that was kind of the beginning of the Catholic faith that I started to explore. Um, but then, like, once I hit college, I started, you know, to, to meet other people with diverse backgrounds. And I, I was a religious studies major. I started learning about other religions. And... I found like all of these questions and like these curiosities that I never really had in a, in a Catholic grade school surrounded by like strictly Catholic people. So I think I started like to choose to be Catholic when I started to study the Catholic faith and whenever I started to learn the theology and like the teachings of the church and have my questions and curiosities addressed. Um, because there was a time where I was like, I don't know if I believe in this. Like, why do I say I ca I'm Catholic if like I say the creed at mass and I'm not entirely sure what it means or like I don't really know the parts of it like how do I unpack the Catholic Church and like the prayers that I'm praying my whole life um, so I felt like the only way I would confidently say that I'm Catholic um, is if I had my questions addressed so that's kind of when I started to choose to be Catholic and then I feel like as I started to you know, study Catholicism and also study other religions, I started to realize how, like, the beauty and the truth and, like, the freedom within Catholicism uh, and just, like, you know, Catholic means universal and it's all-embracing and, like, sometimes people, I think, see Catholicism as, like, outside of the secular space of the world, but I, I notice, like, how intertwined they are and I think that's actually really cool to just have, like, conversations with people and, like, slide faith in sometimes, like, when it comes up. 
Um, so I think that I continue to choose to be Catholic to like just see the universal aspect of it. And I think that's a big reason of why I came here too, is because everyone practice like there's so many different ways of like living out the Catholic faith, and I love to explore that and to witness that. But I also think it's so beautiful that it's rooted in sacraments that like every Catholic church, you know, celebrates the Eucharist. And I think that like the beauty of tradition and sacraments has been really appealing and why I continue to, you know, choose to be Catholic as well. Um, but yeah, I would say that just overall, I feel like I'm Catholic because like you said, it's a comfort and I feel like it's, it truly is rooted in love and it can be like twisted in many ways in the world by many people. Um, but from my own experience, I, I do believe that it's rooted in love. And I think I choose to be Catholic to help other people feel and like experience that love capital L. Um, so yeah. And I like to say that I'm Catholic because I like to say that like, you know, it's not alien or it's not like super different or like separated from the secular world. It's actually like very intertwined and like you, you can live out Catholicism like in the ordinary things of every day. Um, so that's why I choose to be Catholic. Um, yeah, that was long-winded, but that's, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, like, same with you, Stalt, like, I am a Catholic because I was baptized into it. And, you know, my, my mom raised me Catholic and uh, me and my older sisters. And so I think, like, the more pressing question for me is, like, what do I choose to be Catholic? And more, more you know, promptly, like, why or more acutely, like, why do I... Um, choose to be like an active Catholic and like doing things doing the House of Bridget program or um, not like not only just going to church on Sundays but like actually trying to live out faith um, because for a while that that's that's pretty much what I was I was just kind of go to church every Sunday um, and that's about it um, like I would know some prayers but like you said I didn't really know the meanings behind them or um, you know I would say like maybe like say an occasional prayer like with a family or a friend mem family member or a friend but not like do a lot of individual prayer or like know the significance or meaning behind said prayers um so i think for me the real the reason why i choose um is because of the people that i've um connected with through my uh you know catholic uh, experiences or faith or um, activities and things like that um, and I, I actually don't think I've talked about them for a while on the podcast, but in the beginning for a while, I was only talking about lag just because I was the prim primary Catholic um, uh, background that I had. And so I'm going to just bring them back up. But, you know, the I was in a choir at Boston College during my four years there, the Liturgy Arts Group of Boston College or LAG, L-A-G. Um, and for them, you know, that was a group that I joined because I wanted to do um, music. I wanted to have an outlet for uh, music or to be playing, to play guitar or ukulele or just to, you know, jam with some friends. Um, and I wasn't going to be a music major. I wasn't going to do like any serious like orchestra, things like that. So um, the church choir was a good um, avenue for it. Um, and then, uh, and it was, and f at, at first it really was just the music for me. Um, and you know, I still think music is important in my, my faith and, and a reason why I choose to be Catholic um, is because I really love the music and I love church music and liturgical music and adoration music and everything, every different type of it. But um, 
while I was I was making that music with with lag and and growing with them in community I was also growing with them in faith um, without even realizing uh, and it just kind of like being around such good wholesome and faithful people it really puts you in in that mindset of like wow this is this is really nice and this is what um, you know this is how you can feel always even when you're not with them because you can be rooted with them you know in faith um, there's this one kid that I knew who actually wasn't in lag but it was like very associated with us and a lot of lag members through other things um, his name's Jeff shout out to Jeff um, he's uh, becoming a priest now um, and he would always say um, which I think it was a big like life teen thing so if anyone if you guys have heard this before but he was always say like I'll see you in the Eucharist um, because like he would he, he ended up transferring out of Boston College to go to a seminary school um, but he would always tell people like oh I'll see you in, see you in the Eucharist like instead of like I'll see you later which just kind of felt like that's so cute like, kind of lame but also kind of cool you know and <laughs> Um, and it's it's true. It's like you connect with these people, and just if even if you're close with them or if you're far away, like you have memories and you have um, like experiences that you can always live off of. But you also have like your faith and um, and things like that um, that that you can always stay connected with them for um, through. So for me, like I wanted to continue that that you know feelings that I got with all the lag members um, further after I graduated BC. And that's why I'm at, you know, that's why pretty much the main reason why I did House of Bridget, um, to try to make those connections with other people and to spread out those con connections further. Um, and now it's just like, you know, now I've had more connections with like the three of you and with um, everyone else that works or comes to uh, Newman that we were able to meet, even if it's been limited. Um, but then as I, and now I'm going to start bringing in um, a couple different media things, just in case this podcast isn't enough entertainment for you. There's some other things that you can look at into. Um, and one thing that I think has been super calling to me, another thing that I've talked about before, but the Chosen series. Um, it's a, for anyone that hasn't heard about it or uh, seen it, it's a, um, a independent TV show. They have made their own app and um, they are crowdsourcing um, to fund it, they're currently funded, I think, through season three, but they're currently um, making and releasing season two. Um, and it's pretty much the, st the story of the Gospels and Jesus Christ and his apostles. Um, and it focuses on, on the apostles, uh, mainly, you know, Peter and Andrew and John and Mary Magdalene and um, Matthew. Those are pretty much the main guys. Um, and... It's just really cool that it it shows kind of like the first human connections of the Catholic faith, um, like within the apostles. Um, and I it shows there that all of these saints, and, and I've been really called to Peter of, of late, um, and I think Peter's really cool because he just epitomizes like messing up and doing things wrong, but still having the heart in the right place. He wants to have faith in Jesus. He wants to do um, his good work, but he just keeps messing up. He keeps having a lack of faith at times, or he makes a bad decision. Um, but it's the connections that he made, makes with his brother Andrew, or with his friends, James and John, or with 
Jesus himself that keeps him going on. Um, and so I think that's, that's really cool and, and it's something that um, a lot of people can learn from. And I think the saints just in general is one thing that sets Catholicism um, apart from other um, certain Christian backgrounds. So it's something that I think is really cool that, you know, you can, yeah, like Jesus and Mother Mary and God himself are obviously like incredible and you want to praise them and, and, and believe in them and everything like that. But I think one other cool thing is to be able to learn about saints and to learn about their saint stories and to, um, grow with them because I think it's oftentimes a lot easier to connect with saints as they were, you know, just humans like us, um, who make mistakes often or who have to learn, um, more. Um, so yeah. And there was also the other form of media that I actually, I'm going to make it sound like I'm a huge follower of this, even though today was the first time I listened to it, but it's this podcast. It's like a five minute podcast. Um, it's, I think it's called like Christian daily devotionals or something like that. Um, and it's five minutes um, that you're supposed to listen to in the morning to like start your day, and it talks about the different like the readings of the gospel every day, and today so he was talking uh, reading from the Acts of the Apostles and he brought up the fact of um, why in in the Acts when the start of the Catholic Church was around like there was all of the Peter and the apostles were doing all of these crazy acts of miracles, and why do we not see that now? You know, why, if the Catholic Church is, is supposed to have grown stronger and everything, why are there no miracles? Why are there no magic cures happening? Um, and basically the answer is, like, they still might be if you are, you know, willing to believe and you're, if you're willing to um, accept your faith and, and, you know, accept the fact that you may need to struggle um, in order to find that miracle. Um, and I think that's really cool. It's, I think, um, being able to have that, that belief that can give you potentially hope, um, is something super important and another reason why I, I would choose to stay Catholic. So that's my answer. People and hope. Did I miss something? And, and the Chosen series, because it's cool. That's not the reason, but <laughs> it's a cool book. Because of the Chosen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's it. That sums it up. Thank you. Well, um, I think I relate with a little piece of all of you guys' stories um, from each. And I think, you know, I, I was also raised Catholic, and my mom and I really, like, lived at our church when we were growing up, or when I was growing up. Um, and it was just me and my mom. And... Um, I was an altar server, I was a lector, we were super involved, um, and I think I, I think I, I loved the community, I loved, I went to the school that was attached to the parish, I loved, um, I loved that connection, I just, yeah, I, I felt a lot of joy in that as I was growing up, and in high school, um, things started changing, um, there was some leadership shifts uh, in our parish, and I just, uh, my, my grandmother passed away my junior year, um, there was a lot of circumstances happening, um, family issues that were happening, um, and my mom ended up leaving the church, not really officially, 
she just kind of stopped going. Um, and I was old enough to drive myself and I did for a couple of weeks, but, um, then I just, I was kind of like, well, I, I don't, I, I wasn't feeling that sense of community that I used to feel in the church. And, um, part of it was that my mom wasn't there with me anymore. Um, and part of it was a lot of like anger that I had towards the circumstances that were happening in my life at the time. Um, and I got really angry at the church um, and like the institution of the church. And I struggled with a lot of church teachings and I decided I didn't want to be Catholic um, because of those. And, um, you know, when I went to college, uh, similar to Matt's story, I found a choir and I didn't actually realize that I would be singing at mass every Sunday. Um, I just thought we were going to do concerts and things. I didn't, I didn't know. I was just into music. So, um, we started when, when I started with the folk choir, um, we were singing things like music that I had grown up with. And I was sitting in that first mass, just realizing how much I missed liturgy and how much I missed the mass. And I hadn't been in, you know, probably two years outside of um, you know, we would go because I went to Catholic school, so we would go occasionally with my school, but it, it wasn't the same. Um, and so I think um, I just had missed that music and I had missed the community and I, I had missed um, Catholic, like well done Catholic liturgy. Um, and so I started asking questions because everyone else in the choir was... Um, not everyone, but most of the people in the choir were pretty joyful um, and like pretty joyfully living out their faith. And, um, you know, I started asking questions. I started just being around them more and that was my primary community. Um, and it just, um, I it was somewhat a conscious decision, but somewhat it was just, I kept going to more and more things. I kept going to mass and then someone would invite me to a service. Someone would invite me to like a mass in their dorm. Someone would invite me to apply for a summer program, um, like a Catholic summer program, which I did twice. Um, and, um, you know, it was this invitation, this like constant inviting of people like drawing me into religious spaces. Um, and I really, I, I didn't think that I was going to be doing this program, and I think I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I like did not think I was going to be doing anything with theology. I majored in English, I majored in Italian, and now, you know, I've been my second year doing this ministry program, and I'm about to do a Master of Divinity um, back home next year, and um, I think this is not the way that I would have planned my life to be. But um, I, I am like happier than I've ever been, I would say. And so when I was doing my, my interview for, for the MDiv program, they asked me, um, they asked me kind of what my experience was with theology. And I was like, I wasn't a theology major. I found an introduction to theology through literature and the books that I was reading in my English class and my Italian classes. And um, 
there were, there were books that I had read for, um, like one theology class I took, there were books that I read just, you know, in my general English classes. Um, and I think the conclusion I came to was just beauty is what's brought me to the church and beauty is like why I continually choose the church, the beauty of the liturgy. And I just, I think about this immense history we have and this immense canon of um, not, not just like the teachings that we have, but the literature, like Dante, um, the art, the, the churches, the just immense beauty. And you can look at any of those, the, the people who are building these things and the people who are writing these things, and you can look at any of them and they all at one point in their life have had serious problems with the Catholic church. Um, and like the institution of the church, the people who, you know, maybe were, were in power in the church at the time in which they were producing art, but all of them are producing things that point to the same core truth. Um, and I just don't think that's a coincidence. I think everyone's seeing something absolutely beautiful in, in what the church is, uh, despite whatever they else they've got going, going on with them in their lives. And I think, um, that's just an incredible testament to how the church has stood, um, you know, for thousands of years and I don't know, thousands, hundreds, thousands. <laughs> I don't know. I guess thousands, thousands of thousands, yeah, thousands yeah. at this point. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so the church has stood for thousands of years and produced so much beauty that's leading people towards something. And I think it's incredible that people who have never practiced Catholicism a day in their life can go into a church and think this there's something here, you know, um, or see a piece of art that was. A, like a portrait of Mary, you know, and be like, this is something beautiful. There's something beautiful here. Um, and so that's, that's kind of why I think I, I choose it. I think there's so much beauty. Um, and I also think, yeah, the liturgy is, I, I love, this is also something they like asked me in my interview. They were like, what's like one problem you have, or what's your biggest problem you have with the Catholic church? And like, what's, um, you know, kind of the, the, one of your favorite things about the Catholic Church, and I, I think that, that in itself is a testament to, like, people in the church are aware, um, of, of, you know, issues within the church, um, but at the same time, like, what, what is keeping you here, and the thing I said was liturgy, and I love that I can go to a mass in, you know, a different country where I don't speak a single word of the language and I understand what's happening and we all give each other the sign of the peace at communion and we all are kind of on the, the same page about everything. Like, I won't understand the homily, <laughs> but I know the readings that are being done for the day for the most part because I can look them up um, and I know what's happening, like the important things that are happening at each part of the liturgy and I feel so connected to, you know, every other Catholic in the world who is at Mass on Sunday. Um, and so I think that is, you know, a very long-winded way of saying why I continue to choose to be Catholic. Um, I think it's not an easy thing for, for me at times, um, but I've, I've, you know, stayed with it now for 
um, you know, since my freshman year of college. And um, I just, the, the more that I learn about Catholicism, the more I understand it um, and the better my relationship is with it, um, which is why I'm going to go study it and hopefully understand more, not everything, but a lot more than I do now. Um, and yeah, that's my, that's my deal. Thank you for sharing. I love what you said about beauty. Yeah, I feel like I I like this question and I think it's like a good conversation starter with like Catholics obviously yeah. <laughs> um, because I think I learned like a little bit about you know the Catholic faith while every single one of you was talking and I'm like I've never thought of it that way oh my gosh so this is a good conversation starter if anyone wants to email us with why you choose to be Catholic yeah. please do oh, we would love I would love that yes, please yeah. email us talkbreed <laughs> at gmail.com tell us your story please yeah yeah, maybe next time we'll just have a podcast reading all of the the emails. So yeah, the thousands of some, emails we'll receive. Give us some content. Like at least a hundred a day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's we'll a joke. Please that. email us. Please, <laughs> you'll get stickers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, Saint Bridget. Pray, Pray for us. us. Bye. Bye.